Hi there, dear listener. Lazlo here with a quick pre-roll message for you. Before we get started, I want to let you know there are all kinds of convenient ways for you to support my efforts to bring you all these podcast shows on Chinese history, Chinese sayings, and tea history. If you go to my website at teacup.media and click the support button at the top, you'll find a bunch of ways to show some appreciation. There's Patreon, where you can get early access to new episodes, exclusive content, and an invite to the Teacup Media Discord channel, and more. CHP Premium, that also has early access, exclusive episodes, and ad-free versions of the entire CHP back catalog. Plus, there's several other ways to donate to the show as well. Check the episode show notes for a link to that very page. And my deepest thanks for listening and supporting me and my humble efforts. Greetings, everyone, all over the world. This is Laszlo Montgomery again with another nice Chinese saying for you. This one today is something that shines a light on what's considered one of the many traditional virtues of Chinese culture. I feel the same way about this particular virtue, and so do a lot of other people and other cultures as well. There's an old Chinese saying that, well, I'm paraphrasing so as not to dump a whole lot of Chinese on you, that says, the favor of a drop of water should be returned with an entire fount of water. You know, someone does you a good turn, you should return the favor, and even more so, to show your appreciation. One good turn deserves another, I guess you could say. And the Chinese saying we're going to look at today is all about this very idea. Today we look at gan en tu bao. Okay, as we always do here at the Chinese Sayings Podcast, let's lay this one down on the dissecting table and pick it apart. Gan means thankful, to thank, or to appreciate. En means grace, kindness, a favor, or help. Gan en to appreciate or be thankful for the kindness, appreciate the favor. In Chinese, our American Thanksgiving holiday is called the Gan An holiday. Tu, in this example, means to intend to do something, to plan to. And bao means to pay back or reciprocate. Tu bao, to intend to reciprocate or pay back. Then we daisy chain the whole thing together and get thankful, favor, intend to pay back. Okay, that's easy to figure out, but what's the story behind that? That's the raison d'etre of this entire podcast program. How did those four characters get strung together like that? Now, I don't mean to call anyone Shirley, but surely there's a story behind this one. And wouldn't you know it, our story today once again comes from the venerable Shirji, the records of the grand historian, Sima Qian's blockbuster from the Han Dynasty. Contained in this classic is a story about someone we covered once in the China History Podcast, episode 111, on the history of the once mighty Wu State. Our star today is a famous name from the spring and autumn period, uh, that portion of the Eastern Zhou that came right before the Warring States period. This Chunqiu, or spring and autumn era, was the time of Lao Tzu and Confucius and many other great Chinese philosophers. Today, we look at a story that co-stars the great general, strategist, personal friend of Sun Tzu, a.k.a. Sun Tzu, as we say here in Hollywood, and a model for what it means to be loyal. Wu Zixu and his mighty Wu army were planning an attack on the state of Zheng to the north, near Luoyang. Zheng 
was a Joe Dynasty vassal state that had seen better days. Now, under their King Ding of Zheng, Zheng Dingkong, who reigned 529 to 514 BCE, they were vulnerable and in the gun sights of the Wu state. As Wu Zixu readied his army to march north and take down Zheng, King Ding called out to all his generals, officials, and people, too, and offered great rewards for anyone who could come up with a plan to defend against and ultimately defeat Wu. Four days passed, and no one could offer King Ding any advice on how to handle the coming onslaught from Wu Zixu's great Wu army. Wu Zixu and the state of Wu, by the way, that's two different Chinese characters, Wu and Wu. Anyways, who said that? King Ding started to sweat as Wu Zixu's army began its march north to do battle. At this most desperate hour, a simple fisherman walked to the palace, and in his hand he carried an oar from his fishing boat, a boat he inherited from his father, another fisherman. The king and his officials looked at the young fisherman skeptically, but heard him out. When he asked the fisherman how many chariots, soldiers, and weapons he needed, the fisherman replied to the king, I need nothing from you. I will deal with Wu Zixu's army by myself, and with this single oar in my hand. The king and his officials passed a few one-liners back and forth and had a little fun with this young, sincere fisherman who stood before them. Okay, young man, go then. Go stop this terrible army from advancing on our kingdom, and you shall be amply rewarded. The king and his ministers had sadly concluded that desperate times required desperate measures, and these were desperate times. They had nothing to lose from this Hail Mary. The fisherman, thereupon, with oar in hand, began walking slowly southward to meet up with Wu Zixu's army. He came upon the military camp, took a big breath, gathered up his courage, and began walking into the center of the military camp. He began singing a song loudly. Man hiding amongst the reeds, man hiding amongst the reeds. Remember who saved your life when you were drowning in the river? The Big Dipper carved in your body. Your sword was returned to you. Do you remember the fisherman who saved your life? Wu Zixu heard this from his tent and perked up at once. Who is that out there, he demanded. Bring him to me. His soldiers led the fisherman into Wu Zixu's tent, and he stood before the mighty general, carrying his oar. Why have you come here, young man? Wu Zixu asked. Perhaps you recognize this oar, General Wu, the man said. My father was a fisherman before me and used it for his livelihood. He also once saved your life with this oar. Wu Zixu was at once brought to tears as he recalled so many years ago when he had almost died trying to get across a river. He had almost drowned in this incident, but a fisherman had saved him. He had always wanted to find some way to pay the fisherman back for his act of kindness, but all these years the chance eluded him. The fisherman replied, We and Jung are under attack by you. Our livelihood is being threatened. The king offered a reward to see who could stop your advance. I come here before you and ask you to remember the good deed my father did for you once, saving your life. Wu Zixu, of course, remembered this incident from long ago. The fisherman continued, I am humbly asking you to consider halting your plans of conquest of Zheng, and leave us be for the sake of the deed my father did for you all those years ago. 
Wutze Shu said, tears falling from his eyes. If not for your father, I would have perished that day long ago. I have gone on to live a rich life, attaining high rank. Yet none of this could have ever happened, had your father not saved me. At once, Wu Zixu gave the order for the army to begin packing up and to begin marching back to Wu. The campaign to attack Zheng was ended. The fishermen returned to Zheng and told King Ding that it was over. Wu Zixu and the mighty Wu army were gone. King Ding could hardly contain his relief and thankfulness at the young fishermen. As promised, the king rewarded him with lands, and henceforth he became known throughout the land as the officer fisherman. So as Sima Qian said in his Shi Ji when telling the story from the ancient state of Wu, Wu Zixu exhibited the act of Gan An Tu Bo. He remembered the kindness once showed to him, and was determined to repay it one day. And when the fisherman came to Wu Zixu, the great general showed his appreciation and returned the favor. To have done otherwise would have changed our story, and there's another Cheng Yu hanging out there that describes someone who repays a favor by stabbing you in the back. This is a Cheng Yu we could all embrace. Gan An Tu Bao. Our Cheng Yu for this week. One good turn deserves another. If someone does you a solid, hey man, Tu Bao. Pay them back through some act of kindness or generosity. Okay, that's it for this time, everyone. Maybe think about coming back next time. We'll have another saying that you can enjoy and add to your growing collection. So until we meet again, this is Laszlo Montgomery welcoming you, as I often do, not in vain, I hope, to go check out our other shows from Teacup Media. There's the China History Podcast and the China Vintage Hour, and even more coming in 2017. I'm signing off from someplace in Los Angeles County, deep deep in an underground, hermetically sealed secret location. Come join me next time, won't you, for another inspirational episode of the Chinese Sayings Podcast.